Hey, Steve. What? Do you like an apple? I love an apple, Jane. As we set out, as we decide, oh, for <laughs> Christ, I'm going to leave it in. I'm going to leave it in because I think people as need to see the as reality. You as you are. As we move towards autumn and the apples leave the trees, you can do everything with an apple, Steve. You can cook, you can eat with them, you can even make a phone call. This podcast, <laughs> unbelievably, you're doing it next week, sponsored by Apple. No going back, not on this podcast. No, it's a one-take show, isn't it? <laughs> I know mate. now why uh, I normally leave that sort of thing to you. You know now why the phone's not constantly ringing for voiceover work, mate. Yeah, don't you? Anyway, people know our vulnerabilities. Hey. I think people pro- go on. Sorry, I was going to say talking of apples, though. Yeah, do you like what I brought, I brought you today? You did. Steve brought uh, an, a nice bag of mixed apples from your tree. Yeah, tree rather good. Good this year. Last year, you know, was very disappointing. And I can only put it down to the fact, I think last year we had real a lot of rain early on and didn't have a very hot summer. Right. And this year's total opposite. We had a rain in sort of springtime and then obviously real, you know, drought and everything. And the, oh, the beautiful apples. Maybe. Beautiful apples. You're going to enjoy them, mate. You're going to enjoy them. I reckon them. there's probably... For apple growing, I'm not an expert, but I think mm. the climate we've had in the northwest is probably the... Um, ideal place in the country really mm. Tony I was watching a fascinating documentary this is going to sound really boring now but it's not stick with it I was watching a documentary on barges because I love narrowboats and uh, oh, canals bar- right? say on barges what you're having in Indian <laughs> I knew you were going to say that yeah barges samosas and poppadoms it was called right fascinating three parter no that was Bolton Food Festival come to that later on but um uh, no, I was watching this uh, documentary and he was talking about how cotton industry thrived in the Northwest and it's all today. And I did know this because obviously I studied univer- uh, history at university, but it's all, be- do, you know, do you know the climate is the reason we have so many factories in the North? Hey. Purely to do with the wet weather that we have. It's unique. The that Northwest it weather ideal for cotton the, exa- it stops it from being too brittle and breaking. Because it's damp. Uh, you know, like any material, when it goes a little bit damp... Dun, 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 that's someone falling up just to confirm that what I was saying absolutely... You don't even know. It's on the um, it's, it's on the window ledge if you're looking for it. Yeah, but it, the, the reason it threw me then is because it, the coal came through on my laptop as well. Right. Anyway, that was it. That was just so about the climate. It was an awful What's coming up on the show, Steve? Con- we've been I'll doing it what? live now for three minutes and we've had two cock-ups. Yeah, let's let's re- let's make this a bit more professional, shall we? Yes, what have we got? Okay, coming up, today's theme is, quite simply, well, if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, I would never have believed it. Yes. Also, what does go on behind the pharmacy counter? We asked this last week and never got round to answering it. And what little things give you great satisfaction, Jamie? Oh. What little things give you great satisfaction? I've got a good example of that later on. Plus all the usual features. Really? Hello, proclamation, what's trending, the clothing forecast. And Jamie, right now, you look like you're in a right mood. Well... 
I'm going to be in a mood on behalf of others. I'm going to do that really 2022 thing, you know, when people go to a comedy club and and take offence on behalf of somebody else. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that is that this week, starting today and going into next week, the kids are returning back to school. And already you've got some people who are, I don't know, but who are on social media going, get ready for the pictures in front of the door or the fireplace yeah, yeah. and took one of mine daughter this very morning as well she i think back. it's a nice tradition and i do do so so the people who who moan about it then just take yourself off facebook yeah. for a week because even it, i mean i know kids when they're like going into reception and year six and or year one two three and all they're cute but as they get to like high school they their heads are slightly deformed because they're growing into the body and the length and the face and they go, look at me, little cute. And they're like, he's not, is he? He looks, you know, it's not. But I do make a point um, every September, if somebody puts a kid on, I do give it a like because I think that's their little star going to school. Yeah. It's the same as television programmes, don't we? And you just turn over. Switch over. Radio There's enough options. There's enough if you, options. You know, if you, you know, seriously, if we offended you anyway with our shambolic opening to this podcast, switch now. Go to a different podcast. No, actually, don't. No, don't please don't. No, please don't. Please don't go anywhere. Stay. It will get better. Yeah. It's, it can only improve somewhat. Hey, talk about, talk about Apple. Yeah. Before I forget, tell us that story you just told me when I brought you the apples I don't even know how do we get talking about Paul McCartney Um, I don't know obviously the link being Apple records Apple yeah I'm not sure how we got to suddenly you just started going oh we don't know meeting meeting a celebrity and uh, getting a photo and yeah yeah and then I said to you we mentioned the Beatles I don't know how we came up and I I just said to you I I told you about when I met Paul McCartney I went what yes I I met Paul McCartney and then you started to tell this story which is brilliant and I think our lovely listeners deserve the story. So he was opening Lipper, which is the performing arts college, isn't he? And at the mm. same time, in that, in that same week that that was open, I think memory says me right, it was 1998. And at the same time, he was doing a, a classical concert with uh, Kiri Katana. Katana, yeah, the no, no, New Zealand. So, here, yeah, yeah. so it's coming back to my memory now. Yeah, in yeah. the cathedral in Liverpool. Right. It was an oratorium. Not really well read, but I do remember those phrases. So we knew we would be in Liverpool for at least three or four days, me and my brother. We were very young then, and then uh, we were big Beatles fans. So on the Wednesday, my brother went down with our albums, proper albums, <laughs> pro- pro- proper albums, and we said... Are these original? No, they won't be original for me. We bought originals. The one that I actually got... Well, I'll get to it. The one that I actually got ended up getting signed by Paul and Linda mm. was such a... It was a it was a rare release. It was called Paul McCartney Unplugged. Um, it was only released in a numbered fashion. There was only going to be so many of them released on vinyl. The rest would be CD and cassette. So much so that I was that much of a fan. I would always buy two copies of each vinyl, one to keep and one to play. No way! So the one that the one that. So anyway, I wish I'd done the same with me. Frankie goes to Hollywood. <laughs> so I went. So my brother went on the Wednesday. He met Linda. She was doing this morning down at the Albert Dock, and she just got out of a Range Rover. And he goes, Linda, Linda. And he was the only one there, and he was waving the album. And she come and she just she just signed on the back. Uh, for Lee, lots. She, she asked if he was vegetarian, and he goes, No, I'm not. Like you know, I've just been sayers <laughs> for a pasty. <laughs> and, uh, so she signed it for Lee. Lots of love, go veggie. Right. on the back of the album and then on the friday um i was stood by lipper 
and we were all there wasn't a great crowd i'd say 15 to 20 tops nutters, all that just was nutters the sort of nutters that do gather and we're all things, sort yeah. of looking up the street and it was only when i turned around and realized he got out of a black car at the bottom of the street and just casually walked up the street because then he's not having to walk through people so it was a good then when he put just the barriers, walking just him on his own or his minder or whatever just a, there was minders in front of the front doors all right, so I'm ten now, and I've gone. Paul, Paul, I said, I said, I got my album. I said, like Linda signed it the other day, and as I've stepped forward to try and get it signed because he had me markers and all that to get it signed, then security stopped me, and I went, "No, look, look, she signed it," and he just went to security, let him through, let him through, and then I went over and he signed it for us and all that, and I tapped him on the head. <laughs> you don't know what to do you know, tap 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 on the head. Head. Oh, like he'd scored like a, a little thank you little boy like he'd scored a goal in Sunday he's not league. little though is he no just um, like and then it was only when I turned round then some guy come over from the university and went I got all that on camcorder I went alright oh, and he said I'll send you give me your address and I'll send you a, a VHS and he sent me the cassette which is still in the loft yeah it's in your loft, you know, have you got it on display? Or do I, the cassette. All this fabulous frame stuff here. Yeah. And you're not going to... I forgot. <laughs> can we not have it in... It, who, who would you remove? Um, Rafe, Rafe, uh, Sir Randall Fiennes? No, I think I'd make space. No, he's too, he's too good. I'd, I'd make space. Howard Kent, no, he can't move. No. You wouldn't want to move Howard Kendall, would you? No. What so, about Pete Emmett, Archie Kelly and James Sutherland on a comedy night? I think you can get rid of that one, mate. Well, that was a comedy night at Everton. So that's why right. that's, oh, that's why I see that's so And lovely. the only reason I like that picture yeah. is because he did it in a very sort of Beatlemania design. It's very good, it's actually. It's a very 60s style yeah, it's good. on that it's one. It's very good. So, yeah, I'm, I'm amazed, mate. I'm so, I'd, I'd love to say, I'm, I met him once, myself, Paul McCartney, but he was probably about 500 yards away on stage at oh, the Isle of Wight Festival. I touched the macker. Oh, no. I touched. That's amazing. Touched. The Macca. Touch the Macca. Hey, do you know all these times I've had a go at you sort of going on your little sort of posh holidays and all that? Yeah. Bank holiday I spent in a caravan in Anglesey and I played Uno. <laughs> I said, I said you are becoming more middle class than you would ever want to admit. Do you know what? Was it your pack of Uno cards as well? Do you, you, mean, you, have, you have got some, haven't you? Yeah. You bought your own Uno cards. You, you took them down. Yeah, I did. Bradley was made up. And I think, well, I've never stayed in a caravan before. What? Never stayed in the caravan. And it was a proper like caravan that's been there for years. You know what I mean? This family home. When you, when you say, yeah, when you say never stayed in any caravan, static or Slept moving. in. Never. That was the first time I've ever. It was quite um, like I would describe. This is more, this is more, this is like someone middle class dropping down to working It class. was a bit like, um, it was a bit like a, a cruise cabin, but bigger. You know, everything yeah. knows its place. Yeah, it's, it's, all it's very, actually the seating and everything about it is a very so much it like felt like that. Yeah. And we only stayed one night, but the next <laughs> this day... This is so funny. I mean, the digs you have at me about being so middle class. So, and then you're going, it's it's a little bit like a cruise cabin, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> when I go so, on my cruise, but it when took, I go on cruises. It took two and a half hours to get home. Or just, you know, between that, but... Um, I, I couldn't go. I couldn't go to the toilet for number two because I didn't know what the etiquette was. <laughs> and you don't know the volume of that sort of thing. And we were with a very elderly couple. Yeah. And I thought, I'm not waking them up. The walls are very like, thin. Well, and I if thought... If, if, if you're struggling, if you know it's going to be a smooth operation, then you're all right. But, if, but it could come like a round of applause, couldn't it? And yeah. I'm not taking that <laughs> risk because it was between the bedroom where she was still in bed having yeah. a cup of tea and yeah. the kitchen right. and I thought nah nah there's only one thing worse than that's tents 
getting up to the toilet in a tent when everyone knows it middle at night, three o'clock in the morning, and you're bursting, and you have to go through that zip. Zips, because you usually we've talked yeah, about that. Haven't we? Yeah, when you, when you that that realizing there's nothing, there's, there's no quiet way of doing this. They've got a design, a better zip, haven't they? They've got a design, oh, a better surely, surely. So, Even Prestuds would be better. So I enjoyed and, that. But well, enjoyed I'm, that. I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed. I'm today, very impressed that you've finally today, Steve. To, I want to do this, yeah. and then move on to something that I know you're yeah. excited to speak to. But yeah. today is it transfer deadline day in the football season? Oh and, yeah. And I'm, I, I'm not going to watch it, but I no. do like the hype. The round that they throw to around, tr- trying desperately to clamber for. It. Yeah. 11 o'clock tonight they, mm. they are saying the window will slam shut slam it won't just close no you can't just pull it too don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. it's not a northern <clears throat> just pull that window too will you <clears throat> nah innit proper so, slam shut if you are subjecting yourself to that all day don't bother does anyone really don't, want, don't care although this even it's not slam shut anyway is it no I mean let's be honest there's the they're just on Tipex or the the computer equivalent of Tipex. They put a different time on. Yeah. All right, we sent that email. Well, one it, minute past, and I'll just knock it back. Here's the thing when you said about time, there's a, a former um, Division One footballer, Premier mm. League, if you will, these days, yeah. who I, I had a conversation with one. So, yeah. you know, because the, they've got to be registered in a certain time yeah. to play. But back many years ago, when deals were done by phone and fax, and um, you'd photocopy the stuff, they'd sign it and everything. And he was telling me how he signed for a club on the Friday, mm. but to be eligible to play on the Saturday, the deal had to be done before three o'clock. And he said, when you did that photo, you know where you have like you and the manager or the chairman and you both signing the piece of paper, yeah, smiling yeah, to the camera. Yeah, yeah. He said, all they did is they just changed the time <laughs> and the clock behind them. It was, a, it was a proper windy clock and they just changed it to two o'clock. Well, so on the photo, on the official press release, it goes, oh, look, there he is, signing, two o'clock. There you go, play tomorrow. <laughs> Brilliant. I sent you a thing Brilliant. the other day, didn't I, about... Um, if you hadn't seen it with your own eyes, yeah. you wouldn't believe it's true. No, I've yeah. got one, but I want you, because yours is brilliant. Yeah, well, you tell us the one that you did first, because there's a, there, is a, there is a slight link, and I don't know whether it got... Well, right. So I, I think it was my wife who reminded me of this. I said, Jamie's asked me this question, it, and she came up, but I think she was influenced by your story. Well, it came up in conversation. I don't know how it came up in conversation, but it was about how fish pedicures <laughs> were a, a fad that seemed to just come and go. Now, if you don't know what a fish... I can only assume it was somewhere like Bali or the Far East where they mm. had streams of this natural habitat of fish and people mm. would go down the stream of fast-moving water <laughs> and really? sit there all day and go, oh, my feet feel smashing. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, someone's gone, we could do one of them in a Trafford Centre. <laughs> oh, wait, the gallery's in Wigan. And all of a sudden... And honestly, if we've got any sort of listeners who've never... I think most of our listeners are of a similar age that will remember these, but literally every shopping centre, you would go past and there'd be a shop with fish tanks on the floor. Mm. People with just shopping bags in front of them. <laughs> just sat on a bench. For a 15-minute nibble. With the jeans rolled up. <laughs> with the feet. And yet, even I was looking back at the time thinking... There's 20 people in there with skanky feet and you've paid. Like, there's nothing hell... Because all that happens is the fish were supposed to eat... The fish, apparently, when I read into it, the fish um, would eat the dead skin. Right, yeah. 
But where's that dead skin going? They haven't got a proper got, pumping system with well, a filtration in there. Must be traffic sensor. Yeah. The feet, that dead skin was going on somebody going back else's into feet. feet. Or putting your feet put in mucky dead skin pools. Did you have one? Did you, did you never, ever see it? I've never had it done. I'm a bit like you. I used to watch it, see it. Like I say, it was almost. It was always one of those shops that was off. Was always being turned into another shop. Do you know what I mean? It'd be like bric-a-brac shop, you know, just Christmas shop. Christmas shop. That's a good example. And uh, you know, a brief like. But where did they get all these fish from? They're supposed to be like a fish of a certain place. They didn't go wind me and just take a boat out. There's a massive link here. Is there? In my story. I'll go to my story well, now. Do you know and where the fish... a huge turnaround link to exactly... So don't let me forget, because I tend to wander off on these conversations. Don't let me to forget to bring it back round to exactly where those fish come from, right? Because right. you asked me what have I seen that if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, I wouldn't believe it. Yeah. And like I said, I spoke to Janet and Janet inst- inst- instantly went, what about those Billy Bass fish? Oh, and I went, oh, do you remember them? So there'd be a plaque with a fish, right? And they were really popular for about five minutes in two thousand, the year 2000. And I'll tell you exactly why I know it was the year 2000, Go on. right? And then the fish basically used to turn like that. Whenever you walk past, it had a little sensor on it. So people would walk past you. The idea is you hang them up in your hallway. Some walk past it. Take me to the river. <laughs> Just sing that. It's head, right? And people thought they were hilarious for that brief five minutes in 2000. The reason I know it's 2000 is a mate of mine bought me one for me wedding, a wedding present gift. He thought it'd be funny to get me a Billy Bass fish. And if still- so we opened it up on the day after the wedding. And I went, oh, you're joking. You know, we had a proper list. But he thought, oh, we got you a Billy Bass fish, right? So that was really funny, that. And I went, do you know what? I'm not even going to open that because in years to come, it might be worth something. Well, yes. So to this day, I have it in my loft. Dear. Boxed up, a bit like your Paul McCartney album, except I You're suspect got a Billy, slightly Billy less valuable, right? So my Billy, Billy Bass fish... Billy, Billy Bass, not bass. Billy Bass. What Billy Bass. Bass. Billy, I don't know what was Billy Bass fish as well, though, wasn't it, when you think about it? Because he sang. Oh, yeah. So anyway, Billy Bass fish. But this is the turnaround now, right? So I've had that in my loft for 20 years. I went to my uncle's funeral the other week, right? My uncle, who oh, used to deal... They didn't bury him in fish. <laughs> Did they let the fish peck at him? <laughs> they had a, the coffin lid glass, twisted like that. And he just a, popped out going, take me to the river. No. They didn't have a glass coffin they lower the body in. <laughs> and the fish just pecking him for four weeks. No, but one, in one of the Apologies speeches... Apologies to your family. <laughs> in one of the speeches, my cousin Laura got up to talk. It was her dad. And he dealt... And, st- and she still does. His business is dealing in tropical fish, right? Wow. So he used to sell those fish that nibbled your feet. I know. Right? So he would sell them to, to shops and stuff like for a while. And then these fish came out, apparently, so, the story, so she told this at the funeral, and I'm thinking, I'm, I'm conscious of the one that I've got in my loft, and she goes... My dad has some crazy ideas. Everyone knows he was a businessman. A businessman all his life. 
he used to have a chippy. He then he started selling flowers outside the hospital, and that's what made his first few, few you know, made him a successful businessman. He went on to earn a lot, of, went into tropical fish, etc. But what few people know is back in the year 2000, he bought, and wait for it, 20,000 singing fish. Wow. So he's got, and she says, which we still have to this day. And I'm going, you're joking. You just devalued yours uh, overnight. Absolutely. I'm thinking I've kept one in my loft. I only have to go to my cousin Laura and go, can I have a couple of them fish? Yeah, yeah. She's got 20,000 and they're still in a warehouse in Warrington. <laughs> That's unbelievable, isn't, isn't it? it? Wow. What an Do you know what? I reckon with the right sort of um, <clears throat> TikTok person, yeah. you could shift them 20,000. Yeah. You just need, need the right influencer. It. Another little side note to that: when we went, when we did go on honeymoon as well, we're joking about the fact we made you go on honeymoon, Bali and Thailand. Oh, did, yeah. did you feel Car- no, caravan in real <laughs> Anglesey? Anglesey, all right. Real. Anyway, we were, while we we're on honeymoon in Thailand, we stopped at this little like noodle place just on the corner of a street, and this we looked and behind. This is how worldwide that Billy Bass fish went, right? Look behind the counter, and the woman had one on the wall, and we pointed to it as we were going. Oh my word! Look, there's even one here like that. Yeah. And she just went, "Oh, you like it? You like it? Like, oh, she's trying oh, to sell. Oh, no, you like it? No, oh, it's funny, funny." And she brought the, she picked it off the wall and sat it on our table as if we'd really entertained by it. So all the way through, it's pretty new. It's just going, "Take me to the river." Every time we went into. Take me to the river. Take me to the river. Constantly turning on us throughout all meal, and we were too polite to go. No reason. We weren't. We don't like it. We just, we just bought one for our honeymoon and we ate it for our wedding, and we can't stand the things. Unbelievable. Hey, do your royal proclamation. Sure, do me royal proclamation. All right. Well, you have to hit me jingle. I'll, I'll, am I doing this myself? I'll hit me jingle. While well, you panic about whether we've got enough battery left on your phone well I tell you, no, no, before we the, the, the reason I, I panicked and I, yeah. I, I just that's because hang on for the first time ever mm. we're recording in 4k yeah can you sound can you hear the difference and that's because <laughs> we've de- two old farts that we are yeah some of the y- younger ones what was that phrase last week with the younger uh, for us oh it was for Obia or something, wasn't it? Yeah, but sort of. Anyway, I was sat with two um, younger comics who, yeah. but who are very successful on um, social media, TikTok, Instagram, did they for pushing stuff out, and and, and they're quite nice. And I, I sort of said, I sort of, I embraced it and sort of said, like, what what would you do to ours? And anyway, they said about the format and how we should record in 4K and it, for Instagram and TikTok, it needs to be full screen and we had the banners. So I've took their advice. I didn't ignore them because they were young. I embraced their knowledge because they know what's going on. Well, then you do not suffer from juvenile. Thank you. That was it, wasn't it? Juvenile. 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 So juvenile. The camera's currently running at 4K in the studio. Yeah. That sounds way more glamorous than what <laughs> actually the setup is. But I don't know oh, what the battery like. That every detail, every wrinkle on our face. Yeah. Have we suddenly aged. But I don't now, know. We bas- might have been getting away with being, you know, yeah. late thirties, early forties on this podcast, and now suddenly you realise. Yeah. But I don't know what the, uh, the battery life on um, 
a 4K situation oh. setup is. So I think it's it's, it's going to last. Anyway, I want you to do your Royal Proclamation. Right. There you go, Steve. I'm doing the Great North Run. In Newcastle? It's a simple proclamation in Newcastle, yeah. I How far I've never is it? done a competitive. Eh? How Newcastle, far? It's about two and a half hour drive. Oh, not bad. <laughs> I could do that. It's not a bad run. <laughs> Actually, funny enough, <laughs> about, for me, it'll be about a two and a half hour run. Funny enough. But it's it's a half marathon, 13 miles. Oh, so it's decent. It's a good, yeah, it's a good chunk, that. It's decent. What? Uh, I've always wanted to do a marathon, and I'm hoping. No, that don't. This inspires me to finally do it. You, sh- you shouldn't. You don't, why? No, You're you, concerned you, about my health? It's your, yeah. It's me bones. I think it's something you, you should have done. Do you know what I've noticed? I've run a lot this year, as, as you know, and um, I, know, I don't get out of breath, though. I don't get tired, but my legs, my legs give in before my body, before my head does. Head's going, go on, you can do a bit right. more. And they're like, I don't want to go any further now. We'll get to the dump far enough. Just li- it's really weird. Just around about that half marathon, I have done two half marathons, not just recorded on my own phone. Right, just running up the canal or running over the hills. Yeah, and I've done two 13 miles and thought they were a good idea up to 10 mile. Thought I'll do the extra three, and those last three have killed me every single time. So I don't know what I'd not even looked into the Great North Run really. I got asked to do it by Rainbow Hub, which is a fantastic charity, right. It's not that there are many bad charities out there, let's be honest, but it's basically a home, uh, a school rather, in Maudsley, in Chorley. And very few people realise it's there. But it's what's it called? It's called Rainbow Hub. And when I was during the pandemic, they booked me just after the Britain's Got Talent thing. Did I mention I came third? Mm. Anyway, um, just after that, they booked me to do a Christmas uh, like show, online show. For all the you know, for all the uh, students and and the kids who go there, and it's basically disadvantaged children and very poorly children, a lot of them, and they have like the sensory rooms and stuff like that. But it's an amazing century. You never even know it was there, but it's an incredible place. And I thought this is sort of because you hear a lot about Darien House, and I've raised a lot for Darien House in the past, and it's again another brilliant charity. But I I just thought I'm going to pick that as my little charity because they need some help. And then they asked me. I set off the fun run they did about in July, I think it was, and they said, "Why don't you join us for the Great North Run?" Oh, nice. It's hard to get into the Great. It's the one. It's the biggest. I would imagine run so. in the world. Apparently, there's Let's more try and keep it light. Let's yeah. try and keep it. Light. So yeah. you, we will put your GoFundMe or whatever your little yeah. just given thing is. We'll take yeah. that on a stuff there. But what time do you reckon you'll do a half marathon? Have you done a full half marathon I, yet? I've done a full half marathon. Like I said, I did one on the canal. Which is pretty flat, isn't it? Let's be honest. Right? My, yeah. I just ran with my brother-in-law. He timed it wrong. He he, he did me in because he he sent me what he thought was six and a half miles one way, six and a half other. We got back to the bridge we started from. Went, oh no, sir! Another two hundred meters. That oh, two hundred no. meters when you've given in. Do you know what I mean? Ah, oh, just ran to so the what was your bridge time? And, and that was about just over two hours. Two hours. Two five, hours. Ten, yeah, two hours ten. Oh, imagine it was 13 right. miles, isn't it? It's 13 miles, yeah. What's 10k? All right. 
No, that's probably right, Dan. That's not bad, I is it? A good I, mean, I mean, you doubled it for a marathon, doing a marathon in, all, in just about four and a half hours, say. But I, I did one recently, but it was over a lot of hills. It was one of them. I set up on a normal run, doing like, you know, quite quite hilly, and I went, I'm feeling quite good. I'll carry on. I did that in two two hours, ten. So it's in Newcastle, is it? You'll go over so, the bridge. They put it on telly as well, don't yeah, they? Yeah, no, look out for me, yeah? Yeah. Did they go downhill? Do you reckon? I don't know. I've not, listen, again, I've not looked into it much. I don't know whether I want to. I don't want to hear of the killer hill or something. The only thing I saw the other day, oh, they sent me an email saying, this is the view that you're most like look forward to seeing. And apparently one mile from the finish, you go on a little straight and suddenly you turn a corner and you can see the sea. And it must finish on the seafront. I think it's Gateshead way, that kind of area. Oh, nice. And so that's the point where you go, Oh, I've nearly finished. So and what, all the crowd are all there as well. So what date is th- it? Th- th- I'm hoping that the crowd's going to... It's on the 11th of September. Early morning. I've got to be there at 8 o'clock in the morning. I've got to right. get up there. And, yeah. Like all my, I put, listen, I massively appreciate any support because I'm trying to raise £1,000 from. Right, and if I can do that, so far? About 200 quid. Right, so I'm way off yet. Yeah. So, but I'm just hoping if I give it another push in next week, week or so... Yeah, I think a lot of people Sunday. are away in all that. So yeah, I think so we'll we'll on on so it's all on all the socials, and we'll put it on our finding um, finding funny's podcast page as well. So there you go. That's very serious. Come went very serious, didn't it? That's and uh, you'll have to get some uh, fish to look after your feet when you get home. <laughs> Imagine if that the finishing line back in the day. I bet there was. I bet Janet there was a with two with, with two buckets of fish. Whatever happened to them? That's what Have you got anything you can talk about? I want to Google them. That was my concern, is that when the fad ended, yeah. where did all the fish go? Have you ever had white bait? White bait? <laughs> yeah. No? Oh, white bait. I bought the tiny little white fish albums. that you fry, fried. Beautiful. Oh, no, not for me. But that's what I'm wondering. I reckon I'm that's wondering where they've that's gone. Where they, suddenly, we need to look at a correlation between white bait being served in restaurants and the decline of fish pedicures. And I reckon there's a, if there's a correlation, we know for a fact that we've been eating <laughs> monkey feet. We need to look. There would have been a surge in one product in that year, like yeah. in in pastry shops or something like it. A just, really nice sausage roll or something like that. That would just everyone, not. It was something different about this. Yeah, because it had a lot more dead skin right. in it. Right, you're going to do what's trending. What's trending? Oh, three items trend in the news this week, Steve. As ever, I've picked them. I've tried to be nice, and um, you don't know. I'll give you the list. Uh, yep. uh, I won't give you the number, though, and you can just pick one. So we've got... Uh, first one is Twitter Circle. Twitter Circle was trending. So I've had to go- I've had to look into some of these. Don't worry, I'll explain. You can... So the second one is Pizza Hut is trending. Pe- and oh, I've done well this week. I've, I've Everything sort of- circles. Why? Well, pizza's around. A triangle. Twitter's circle. Uh, there's a funny story, actually, when uh, Jan Mulby says about Ian Rush and they, they, they went for a pizza uh. many, many years ago and he says, um, would you like it slicing into into four or, or eight? And he went, four, please. He said, there's no way I could eat eight. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was a joke there. <laughs> uh. So, Twitter circle, Pizza Hut and Quiet Quitting. Quiet quitting. Yeah. So I think I've done well this week because the, 
but these three are yeah, items these, that are I, trending. I, 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 rather than thinking, I'm finding the funnies in it. I just needed, I needed to explain, especially the last one. Quitting what? Is it someone? Are we talking about? Pick one first. Okay, give I'll me a number. T- I'll give it three. T- quiet quitting. It's the most bloody boring uh, one. Is it? What, what was it? People who are working from people who are at, uh, who are working currently. If we get this right, so what is quiet quitting is that none of those people who are sort of office based or hybrid and yeah. they're feeling a bit detached from work and they haven't got the right balance. So because they don't feel part of a team anymore, they're not given the extra mile. So they'll still do the job. Yeah. So they don't feel as loved as they used to do sort of in the office. So they're quiet quitting and they're only doing the minimum that's required of the job. They're not shouting about it, and that, but over a period of time, they will end up leaving for something else where they feel more valued. And that's wow. a thing, yeah. Quiet quitting. We can't unfortunately do I, that. I've never understood these people who prefer to be working from home. I mean... They'll soon be running back when the gas and lecky goes up. <laughs> I was going to say... I'll tell you that. Yeah. Come November, <laughs> them officers be are going to be packed, busy. aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can either work at home with a woolly hat on and a fleece, or you can be in a nice air-conditioned office. Go that to was, work to warm up. That was a tip. There was tips the other day about um, saving on electric and stuff, and one of them was take your devices to work to charge up. You think, oh, that's just theft. <laughs> Take your devices to work to charge yeah. up, even those power banks. Take a power wow. bank so that wow. if, you, if your phone sort of just goes, then you can just charge just up the next day. All these businesses are going to go, go, go bankrupt. Going to go bankrupt because of the, cause of the electric. I've lost my job. I wonder why. Because you all went to work and charged up power packs, yeah. etc. Peter Hutt was trending because uh, Gorbachev died and many, many years ago. Oh, he did yeah. a famous Pizza Hut oh, advert. Yeah. So they've been yeah. replaying that advert. Of course. Nothing funny right. in that, yeah, but yeah, just that was yeah, trending. Yeah, I was hoping yeah. if you picked that, you could. Yeah. But Twitter Circle. Go on, what's the Twitter Circle? So. Is this a, like a group of friends that. Yes. You, right. So. For example, how many Twitter followers have you got? We've got 12,000, I think. Right. So what you can do is you can create a Twitter circle now of up to 150 people. And it will ask, so if you want to tweet, so you're just going to tweet. So say you were tweeting about your great North run. Yeah. And you don't want to, you just go, right, well, who is my real friends on here? Who are the people I actually know? Yeah. You can create a group of up to 150 and you can either tweet to your public profile or you can tweet to your your Twitter Twitter circle. Oh, I like that idea. I like it, but. That stops that. You see, I have a dilemma with my Facebook page because I used to just accept anyone because I used to lose it. And then. I set up a fan page, you like. That's why my name's like Steve Royley on the on my personal one. Yeah. And then Steve Royley's my fan page, if you like. Because I got to 5,000, you're not allowed any more than that. Right. And I didn't realise that. Otherwise, I would have just set up one just for family and friends because I don't put anything about my family on things. Well, I'd say our Finding Funny tw- um, Twitter is a complete... Twitter circle because we haven't even got 150 <laughs> followers on there. So if you follow us on Twitter, if you go on our normal personal profiles, we've got thousands. But if you go on our finding funnies, oh you are our Twitter circle. We're not even got a Twitter semicircle. We haven't. No, we haven't got a semi on. It's just a, oh, we've got a semi on. Semi on. <laughs> 
So three. Oh, uh, uh, quite, I was quite imp- uh, impressed with that, to be honest. Hey, do you know what we should do? Go on. Um, just, uh, but you can tell me if you want, but because we're running. Well, out well I, I was going to suggest. Can I can I give you a topic to think about for next week? Yeah. And give you a couple of examples on. Okay, this. that sounds. We mentioned good. very early. Oh, we mentioned about pharmacy as That's well. That's what I was going to say. We haven't done pharmacies, and we we do this every week. We, yeah, we well, manage to roll stuff over very well. Let's do pharmacies, and then I'll tease for next week. So do the pharmacy because we, we have this theory, don't we? that they're having a dance, all kinds of things going at the back of a pharmacy because it can't possibly take that long. Well, nobody dare ask. I, think yeah. you, well, I don't know what it's like around yours, but in Tesco pharmacies, there's abuse will not be tolerated. And, mm. You mm. know, I've, I've, I wouldn't know why you would want to abuse a, a pharmacist other than for the, you know, the explanation is what's going on behind the door or yeah. behind the, because they go behind this wall and nobody knows what's gone on. I yeah. only want one packet of tablets. And yeah. part of me is thinking, are you making them? Yeah. And all I see, no matter, within the year 2022, is they're still dealing in little red baskets. and blue baskets. Little baskets come out, don't they? And nobody... We can't, and we're not allowed to question up. it, because you'd, you'd be, are you abusing the... St- no, yeah. Under no circumstances you ever give anyone that's helping you out any abuse but we need to know can somebody know you might be related to somebody what the blooming hell are the baskets for and why does it take so long do we have our own basket maybe have you got your own personal because it, it's the way they should bring it around like that even yeah. if you've got like like you say just one pack of tablets your little basket like that and they'll be there in the corner not your name yeah but the fact is it's never busy are they it's never like 15 people queuing up for stuff. You go in a couple of people and it still take as long. Yeah. So I'll go and have a look. I reckon they're just making themselves, the job more, more, more difficult. I reckon more they're important stuff behind there with the, with the feet yeah. and fish. Yeah. You're not telling me they're, they're counting out all tablets and that one. Then I'm to putting them into poppers like that. Yeah. Hey, what a great job though. If they, if they do make well, them you wouldn't themselves. Be, well, you wouldn't be stressed, would you? Know, I've got a little machine that seals them in into that thing. Funny enough, there's a, a huge link in here. As to what I was going to talk, want to talk about next week. Oh, go on then. This, and it's talking about tablets, right? Yeah. Great feelings of life. You, and it happened to me you, this week. On, are you 50? 54 now. So are you on the blue tablets these days? <laughs> Not quite. You've no. got to be. <laughs> You've got to be. For what? That's a good point. <laughs> I've been married for 20 years. No, no, no these. No these, Freddie. Right. Anyway, tell me. Tell so, me. so this is what made me think about it. little things in life that give you great satisfaction. Oh. And I want you to think about these for next week, including our wonderful viewers and listeners, right? Think about this for next week. Little things in life that give you great satisfaction. The example I'm giving you is. I opened a box of edit, had a bit of edit this week, opened the packet of tablets, yeah. and I opened it. The tablets were there. There wasn't... The piece of paper The right piece around. of paper right around, because every time... Yes. I don't think there's a... However you open a box of tablets, you will open it and have that, oh... Yeah. And like I said, for me, it's like, I use the only tablets I have for my headaches, Right. So I've always got, I've got a headache. I don't need another he- headache from opening the tablets the wrong way and then oh, frustratingly turning it around the other Why way. Why don't they print on the box? Yeah, open, open, open this end. Open this. They know, don't they? Yeah. I, I reckon that's what that's what they're spending all the time back at the counter doing, isn't it? They're planning it. They're making it somehow. There's Dead, some way the people that in the they're fa- folding 
the piece of paper in such a way that it could probably goes around both ends. Do you reckon that's what they do in the pharmacies back in the back of the room? They actually yeah. put the paper in? They put the paper in to make it awkward for the rest of us. And they go that way. And they may probably make it so that end looks like it'll open easier. Because they've probably opened it, haven't they? They've opened the box. Yeah. There, yeah. That's just, yeah. That's a yeah. good point, so isn't it? That's what they're doing. Evil. That's I like what they that, are. Steve. Absolutely I like that. evil people. So when you, go to, when you go to um, America, you, they, say, they save you, um, you get your headache tablets and a lot of sort of pain relief tablets and they come in little little jars, don't they? They're, what do they call Like little capsules. So you don't never, you just turn the, open the cap. Yeah, as it used to be. Press and press and turn. Press yeah. and turn. That's right. right. The no. classic, the classic yeah. opener. Um, I'll have a good think about that. I'll give you another couple of examples. Oh. I've got uh, uh, finding a tenner in an old jacket pocket was another one that sprung to mind. Like that. That's you know, when you put a jacket on yeah. and you got usually it's Monday and warm for a while, maybe a tuxedo, and you go, oh, what? Extra tenner for tonight's trip. A couple of pints. Uh, and arriving in a car park just as the car nearest the shops is leaving. Yes, and there's another one that I can add to that. We'll do a full one uh, this week. I actually drove past a road closure on the motorway. You know when they actually bringing you, when they're bringing you off. Oh. But he was about fifty yards from putting the cones across, so, so you could so go back I on. Actually made, I didn't have to change lane. Oh, but another another minute or two, and he would have sealed the motorway, and I would have had to come off at the junction. Wow. And they must have been delayed because it had gone 10 o'clock, but like they must only start the shift and then start putting the cones back. And all the way, me sat and having the signs above on the motorway was saying, Close your closure. closure. I'm like, no, no, fuming, oh, fuming. Just, just inside. And I got it, and it felt like oh, the biggest win that is a ever. One. Yeah. I like, I like that. that. Lovely, I like that. Lovely. Anyway, we'll talk more about those next week. Those uh, great feelings in life. All right. Uh, little things in life that give you great pleasure. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> well, your Janet back will be able to go back to the little bit of again. An interview with Janet, <laughs> Steve's wife. Um, so, uh, what, what? Well, we're going into autumn, Steve, aren't we? So we've. Had, oh, we're going through a more had, important but, season. But, You'll get but that. We've had glorious weather. We've had glorious. So what is the regardless week? of the weather? What's you'll the, find out why. Hit the clothing forecast. We've been looking like hit the clothing forecast. It's quite a complex picture out there right now, Jamie. With casual summer attire intermingled with the start of school uniforms. The latter should dissipate by the weekend, but then return with a vengeance by the start of next week. In fact, uniforms will thicken across the country as the week progresses. However, for parents, the re-emergence of lounge pants and PJs will be a welcome addition to one's attire. Housecoats may also be found on the school run in less self-conscious areas, often accessorised with slippers and hair rollers. Shoe state? Patent black, of course, to polished. Underwear? Practical to commando. And that's your clothing. Important clothing podcast. 
Oh, there you go. What that a packed a, episode. Very packed episode. I think we're timing it nicer because it sounds like your wife's just put washing machine on, hasn't she? She's just jumped in the shower. Oh, in the, oh it's the shower, is it? Next door of the next caravan. Door. <laughs> <laughs> right, give us a listen, share with your mates, uh, leave a review, do what you need to do, and we'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. <laughs>